Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Murder with Friends. My name is Kaylee, and this is the podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. I just wanted to start off by saying thank you guys to everybody that's been listening. I have not been on my A-game lately. Like I've said a couple episodes ago, my co-worker got in a really bad motorcycle accident, so I've been at the office all day every day which normally I don't do so I have a little extra time to research and put episodes together but since I don't have that right now for the time being I am going to switch it to only one episode every two weeks so I'm sorry I know That's just temporary, I'm sorry. But I do have a lot more fun things in store for us, and we will get through this, I promise. On today's episode, I am going to be talking to Vicky, and we will be discussing the Mary Bell case. If you don't know who Mary Bell is, buckle up your seatbelts. It is uh, children killing other children. So, just be aware. Let's get started. Warning, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her Care Bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So, go to bed. fucking trip dude you're leaving this tuesday right i'm leaving this tuesday i'm going to new york oh my god that's so exciting it is i'm really excited but i've been working for 14 days in a row now and then i gotta go walk all around new york you should see if they have like and i know in dc they've got like these scooters and like that you i think they have like an app for it you just scan it and then you just go we did that but It'll be lots of fun. A lot of fun. I'm I'm really excited. I know we're doing like a Sex in the City tour. Fun. I'm jealous. That sounds like fun. In our own limo. Like <gasps> by ourselves. Stop. Yes, I didn't tell you. No. That. Yeah. My mom like I know, you, I know it's like a Sex in the City kind of thing because you like love that. But like that's awesome. I'm jealous. No yes. way. In our own Because normally you're on a bus full of a whole bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. And... It's going to be like three and a half hours long. You can enjoy yourself in that limo. Yes. Oh my gosh, fun. I am so excited. I can't wait. Do you have any more other vacations coming up? Um, Other than my honeymoon in November. Nope. That'll be fun. And your bachelorette party. Mm. That's, I'm excited for that. I've I'm never been to like a, I've never been to a bachelorette party. Especially when it's like out of town. So I hope excited. like some people don't act like assholes. I don't know. 
I'm probably like really shy at first because I don't know all your friends. Because like, I mean, it's fun. It will be fun either way, but like, people just don't have the same energy. And like, I'll be like, yeah, let's go do this. And some people aren't going to have the money or it's going to have, like, I just, I feel very just, ugh. Well, I mean, you did post on your thing that, you know, we need to start saving now because we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the whole weekend. I'm going to hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to have lots of fun. And we're going to do whatever you want to do because it's your time to shine. I'm going to have, like, a whole bachelor weekend. I'm so excited. And um, I got a house for, like, two days. Me and my mom actually went by the house. Really? Yeah. And it's huge. I'm so excited. It's Vicky, so it's two stories. I saw the pictures. And, like, it's got a back screened-in back porch. And, like, there's room beside us. Like, we don't have neighbors. And I'm, I'm super excited. Me too. I can't wait. Ah! Yay! I'm 100%. I'm like, I don't know what the weather is when it's October, right? And the yeah, heat, yeah. If it's as bad as it's going to be now, but... I told every, like, um... I told everybody, like, you don't have to stay the whole weekend. Like, you can come Friday, leave Saturday. Come Saturday, leave Sunday. Mm-hmm. Just come for the day. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I just... I'm going to be there all weekend. Come if you want. Don't come, losers. Um, whatever. <laughs> I know Reed Faye's coming. Oh, fun! Yeah. Oh my god, yay! I'm so excited to meet her. You talk about her all the time. Oh my gosh, Rita Faye's the best. She's like a little flower child. Aww. She's like four foot nine. Cute! And she used to have red hair, So she, and her favorite color is green, so she looked like a little leprechaun. Oh. But, <laughs> uh, now her hair is gray, so I can't call her a leprechaun anymore. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> I love her. Her and Terry. Terry is coming too. His aunt Terry. Fun. Yes. I'm very excited. Today's episode is about Mary Bell. Mary Bell. And Mary Bell was only 12 years old. No. Oh my gosh. A little. And in 1968, when she was 12 years old, Mm -hmm. she was convicted of two murders. Oh, I thought she was getting murdered. Oh, my. No. Oh, my. Okay. So, she was born Mary Flora Bell on May 26th, 1957. She was born in Newcastle, New England. I'm sorry. Newcastle, England. Mm-hmm. Um, to a mom, she was 16, and her name was Betty. She was a sex worker. Oh, okay. When Mary was born, she looked at her and said, take that thing away from me. Oh, my. That is... Lovely at the at the start. Yeah. That's the best mother-daughter relationship right there. Um, all through <laughs> Mary's life... Betty was in and out of it, but when she was in it, it just tortured her. Like, she used to get money from selling her daughter's body. Oh, wow. To me. So she had a baby and she had no business having that baby. No, absolutely not. Um, 
there was multiple forms of mental and physical abuse. Um, Mary was a chronic bedwetter, and her mom used to put her mattress outside for everyone to see, Aww. which isn't good for the mental health. It's literally just traumatizing. Um, Betty's sister witnessed Betty trying to give Mary away to a woman who was unsuccessful in adopting her own child. So it was just like, oh, you couldn't adopt. Here you go. Here's one. Just take it. Bye. Bye. See ya. Um, the, sw- the sister quickly recovered mm-hmm. Mary from the stranger. Of course, thank God. Um, also, Mary was very quote-unquote accident-prone. Oh, so um, she'd, like, fall and, yeah, like, bump yeah. her head. She'd All of these. And... No. no? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. Okay. But um, th- these all have quotations, okay? Okay. All right, so she fell from a window. Right, so it's, it's accident-prone. Right. It's actually abuse. Right, right. Okay. So once she, quote-unquote, fell from a window... And then, quote, unquote, accidentally overdosed on a sleeping pills. Some people said that Betty was trying to get rid of Mary, but others said that uh, she was showing symptoms of Munchausen by proxy mm-hmm. because she was getting all the attention. At school, Mary became a very chronic liar and disruptive. Mm-hmm. On occasion, she voiced her desire to hurt people. May 11th, 1968, when Mary and Norma Bell, there was no relation. Norma Bell was her friend. Okay. Um, Norma Bell was kind of slow. It was like 1968, so they didn't. Yeah, that was back then. It yeah. Was just, it was just, a, it yeah. Um, so... I don't know exactly what was wrong with her, but she was a little, just slower. Um, they were playing with a three-year-old boy on top of a Newcastle air raid shelter when the boy fell and was severely injured. The incident was written off as accidental. Hmm. Doesn't seem very accidental to me, but okay. No. Um... On May the 12th, the mother of three girls informed the police that Mary had attacked and choked their children. She was interviewed and lectured by authorities, but no juvenile charges were filed. On May 25th, the day before her 11th birthday, two boys were playing in an old abandoned house and they found the corpse of a four-year-old, Martin Brown, lying in an upstairs room. Mm -hmm. Mary and Norma Bell had followed the boys inside and had to be ordered out when the police arrived. With no obvious cause of death, it was assumed that Martin had swallowed pills from a discarded bottle found nearby. So it was an abandoned house, and a four-year-old yeah. was found in there. Uh-huh. What does a four-year-old do out there by themselves? Hmm. 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 Okay. On 
May 26th, Norman Bell's father caught Mary choking his 11-year-old daughter. He slapped her face and sent her home. What the fuck? Later that, well, you know, it was 1968. You could do that. Well, no, like, you can't just choke someone. Oh, I thought you were talking about (laughs) slapping his kid. No, I would have slapped some kitty, too. They were were choking my kid, that's for sure. Yeah, (laughs) Fuck that, asshole. Go home. (laughs) (laughs) He slapped her in the face and sent her home later that day. A local nursery school was vandalized. Police discovered notes that said, Fuck off. We murder. Watch out, Fanny and faggot. <gasps> I don't like that word. That's yeah. not my word. That's her word, okay? She's just reading it. I don't like it. Quote, unquote, okay? Um, this is not a hate crime. <laughs> and we murder Martin Brown. Fuck off, you bastard. What the hell? All the shit's misspelled. Um, fuck is spelled F-U-C-H. Wait, so that's exactly how it was spelled on the yeah. law? Yeah. Okay. And Martin was M-A-T-A-I-N. Okay. And then the last fuck off was just one word without the second F. Alright. Yeah, that's exactly how so it was. So, I think you can figure out who did that one. Yeah. No. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Uh, police took the notes back to the station and filed them away as a sick joke. Mary would later admit that the Mary would later admit that they wrote the notes for a giggle. That's so funny. It's so hilarious. funny. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, because it wasn't the first break-in at the nursery, the school installed a alarm system. Four days later, Mary Bell appeared at the Brown residence, asking to see Martin. Reminded of the tragedy, she told his grieving mother, Oh, I know he's dead. I wanted to see him in his coffin. What the fuck? Dude, that is... That's... I would be like, my blood would run cold if I heard some kid say that shit to me. I'd be like, excuse me? I'd be like, um... Can you not... Are you okay? Can you go home? Where is your mother? I would have slapped the shit out of that kid. On May 31st, a newly installed burglar alarm at the vandalized nursery school brought police patrolmen rushing back to the scene where they found Mary and Norma Brown loitering beside the building. Both girls denied the involvement in the previous break-in, and they were released to the custody of their parents. Hmm. I mean, think they're 11 years old. 11. What are they doing? Like, what were you doing at 11? I can't even remember. Like, I was at home, probably playing outside with rocks. Right? Playing by myself, because my older siblings did not want to play with me, so I had my own... <laughs> I was in, in my head, I'm like, I'm playing with Peter Pan, you yeah. know? <laughs> God, that's terrifying. I was probably getting beat up by my brothers. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, three months later, a three-year-old disappeared in Newcastle. His name was Brian Howe. 
an immediate search was mounted and Mary Bell told Brian's sister that he might be playing on a heap of cement blocks that had been dumped on a nearby vacant lot. In fact, he was discovered there among the stumbled slabs, but he was dead. A victim of manual strangulation, oh legs and stomach were mutilated with a razor <gasps> and a pair of scissors that the police found at the scene. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's this so bitch sad. was ruthless. That's so sad. Oh my god. She was super ruthless. Um, a medical examiner suggested that the killer might have been a child since relatively little force was used. Detectives started questioning the local children. When they questioned Mary and Norma, their stories really didn't match. Mm -hmm. So they brought them into the station. I was like, okay, like, what's going on? While Mary claimed that she had seen an older boy abusing Brian, Norma broke and told them she saw Mary kill the boy. Oh, no. Um, like I said, Norma Bell was kind of a little slow. Mm -hmm. um, she was the third child out of 11 children. Eek. It's a lot of kids. Could you imagine having 11 kids? Well, I'm the third out of like 10 on you know, my biological mom's side, so one more wouldn't hurt. <laughs> but that, that's crazy. That's insane. You know, you know 11's bad when, when they're starting to kill people. Yeah. Jesus. Um, in the trial, she reacted to the evidence and testimony with more of a childlike combination mm -hmm. of fear and nervous tears. Yeah. Where Mary didn't give a shit. Mary had no revo Mary didn't know what she did wrong. That's that's what's scary. It, it's super scary. Like, um, let's see. Like you, like any, like my kids, they know that hitting their brother is wrong. But like, ha imagine having a child that doesn't know that literally killing another child is yeah. not wrong. I cannot imagine. Mm -mm. Where did I go wrong? She probably, I mean, she was probably, like, born around it and stuff, you know, with her yeah. mom and, you know, tell him. Um, at trial in December 1968, Norma was acquitted of all charges, while Mary Bell was convicted of two counts of manslaughter. Court psychiatrists described her as intelligent. Manipulative and dangerous. Hmm, that's true. While she... Look, some of these stories are fucking nuts, okay? So while she was in prison, she was a very problem inmate. So this is when she was a child or older? Uh, oh, this is like between like 12 Teenagers. and when she gets out. Okay. Oh, I guess. Uh, spoiler alert, she gets out. So, uh, while incarcerated, Mary tightly grabbed a stray cat by the neck. A guard told her not to hurt the cat. Mary allegedly replied, oh, she doesn't feel that. And anyway, I like hurting little things that can't fight back. Oh, no, that's so sad. 
And to one of the guards, she said, murder isn't that bad. We all die sometime anyway. Uh, yeah, we all die sometime, like, by natural, natural things, like a heart attack or not by other people. No, you have to kill them out of your own pleasure. What are you talking about, Vicky? I think I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) No, stay, stay with me. (laughs) That's crazy. She told another policewoman that she would like to be a nurse because then I can stick needles into people. I like hurting people. See, I I can understand that because I honestly think that some people become yeah like nurses, doctors, dentists, things like that, even police officers. Yeah. Just because they gotta take all that aggression. That's so scary. It's super scary. My mom don't want to go to the dentist. (laughs) No. I haven't been to a dentist in so fucking long. Honestly, same. But like, or a doctor. Yeah. Like, I haven't. It's scary. Since I had a pediatrician. All right. So, in 1970, Mary pressed um, indecent assault charges on a prison guard. But the man was acquitted in court. In September 1977, so she was 20, she escaped from Moore Court Open Prison with another inmate, but the runaways were captured three days later. When she was free, they met two boys with whom they spent the night, and um, that placed Mary back in the tabloid headlines after offering a play-by-play on how she gave up her virginity. Oh, my God. Of course. People are sick. And they want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to hear it, but, you know, not saying it's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's right, just, it's wrong to offer up that information. Um, In 1980... She was 23 years old, and she was released from prison after serving 12 years. So she spent half of her life in prison. She needs to stay in prison because, like, just you just or like a mental hospital. Yeah, she's just crazy. Well, she never caused any more problems. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a daughter on May 25th, 1984. And she was granted anonymity. And anonymity. And this is like the God. No, I think it's anonymity. Okay. It's well, well, do you know what that means? Yes. Yeah. Like when you don't when they change your identity. Anonymity. You know what? When you are anonymous, yeah, that's what we're trying to get. So, her daughter didn't have any idea about who she was. No, way. until they came, they um found her location. The reporters did, mm-hmm. and they fled with sheets over their heads, and her daughter had no idea. Let's see, her daughter was born in 84. That was in, I don't know what it doesn't say. But that's so crazy. 
Um, Mary's... I cannot imagine that. Like, you just go into life with your mom, and then... <coughs> yeah. And then you just, oh, my mother is a baby killer. Isn't that crazy? Jesus. That would be some shit to find Right? I'd be like, uh, did, did you ever think about killing me, mom? <laughs> like, no, that's... Don't, crazy. don't kill me, okay? Right? God. <laughs> I'll do what you want, promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Mary's daughter's anonymity... Anonymity was originally protected only until she reached 18. Mm-hmm. However, in May 2003, she won a high court battle to have her own anonymity and that her daughter's was extended for mm-hmm. her life so that nobody would ever know. Did, they, did she even think of changing her name? Any of them? Well, I think that's what it is. Yeah. You have the choice to stay in hiding for life. Okay. Where nobody can find out who you are. Um, so I guess that means you would have to change your name. Yeah, I don't feel bad for the mom, but I do feel bad for the daughter. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously she You didn't ask for that, of course. I mean, I feel bad for her, too, because it's like she was 12. Like, obviously she she did go through some shit with her mom and and that kind of thing, but I I don't know. It's just... It's horrible. Yeah. So, um, now, any court order permanently protecting the identity of someone is known as a Mary Bell order. Really? Yes. Interesting. Um, In January of 2009, it was reported that she became a grandmother at the age of 51. Wow. That was in 2009. Do you think she's still alive? Maybe. That would only mean she's, what, 70? Yeah, about... I just think it's crazy that she even got out to begin with. Yeah. I mean, I she was... good behavior or whatever, but, like, that that's a big crime. Yeah, murder. Right? <laughs> of kids. But also, you're a kid yourself, and you don't understand. Well, I hope that she, like, eventually got help. Like, went to, like, therapy or some shit like that to help her. Because, I mean, I... I when I wouldn't be able to live with that for the rest of my life knowing that I ended two children's lives. Well, she only went to jail for one, right? Two. Two. Both. Okay. That was her when it happened? Uh huh. That was her at 12. Wow. Doesn't look like a 12 year old. Doesn't she look like a little serial killer? Yeah. Creepy. And I think that's her when she got out. Mm hmm. Uh, um, I feel like what happened to her was fucked up, mm-hmm. and what happened was even more fucked up, but she was a child. She didn't understand. I mean, think about it. You know how many people in her life probably choked her? True. How many people like try to have power over her? And so she wanted to know what that felt like. I wonder like how the parents of those children that she murdered like feel felt when they found out who it was. 
felt when she got out of jail, when she's got her own family. Yeah. Because if I found out that, like, an 11-year-old killed my my little babies, Mm. I'd freak out. Yeah. That's scary. Just to think that someone that young is capable. It's so scary. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand anger, but I guess... You're right. She like she she dealt with some shit growing up, and she had yeah. all that stuff. I mean, it's just that's sad. She deserved better, but so did these kids. Oh yeah, had. like they were three and four. They didn't deserve that shit. That's just crazy. I, like, I do wonder if she's still alive, but like I wonder how she if she even deals with that in any way. If she still thinks about it, or if it like haunts her still. I would imagine. I would imagine. I don't know. It would depend if she felt bad about it or not. I wonder if she does feel bad about it because, you know, then she didn't. She was just like, yeah, like, I don't don't get it. Why is everybody so mad? (laughs) I don't know. We're going to die anyways, guys. She was hot <laughs> when she got out, not as a twelve-year-old. Let me just let me just throw there. Yeah, twelve-year-olds are not hot unless you're thirteen. Okay. All right. <laughs> it is time. Okay. For murder trivia. Oh no. Are you ready? Um. I feel like you're gonna get these. I feel like these are easy. Okay, let's go. Alright, so, what greasy Australian singer was dating a man in 2005 that disappeared during a fishing trip in California? I don't know, greasy? I don't know. Olivia Newton-John? Oh, really? Isn't that who played in Greece? Yeah. Okay. But that was Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know. Her husband? Her, her husband? She dated a man that disappeared during a fishing trip. Hmm. Um, which suspect in the Natalie Holloway case was arrested after a different murder in Peru five years later? I don't know. Jaren van der Sloot, Deepak Kalpo, or Dick Vanderdyke? Oh, I don't fucking know. First one. It was the first okay. one. Okay. <laughs> wow. That just sound. Those are some interesting names. Yeah, I okay. wouldn't have guessed that at all. Oh, well, I definitely would have guessed the first one, because that one sounds the most familiar. Right. Um... Faye Dunway and Warren Beatty portrayed what pair of notorious bank robbing outlaws? Wasn't that like Barney Clyde? Yeah. Yeah. You're the shit. You got all of those. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Go me. Go Vicky. Go. shit. Mom gets so, like, mm-hmm. in the shit, like, <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even, like, 
ask her any questions last time because she gets very <laughs> you just competitive. Tell her, right? Yeah, mom, yeah. good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Go, mom. You're the shit. Yeah. How'd you know that? You know, she'll be asked about that same question some other time. And she'll be like, no, I'm correct. Ask my daughter. She said I was right. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just didn't want you to hit me again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. No, my mom doesn't hit me hard. <laughs> she pulls my hair. <laughs> Honestly, your guys' relationship is so funny. It's hilarious. I love it. Mom, whenever my mom just wants to jack me up, she'll pull my hair. Yeah. I hate that shit. Bye. Bye. Felicia. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you have it by now, please go rate and review. It really helps people find the podcast. Join the Facebook group, Murder with Friends Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Murder with Friends. Send me an email, murderwithfriends at yahoo.com, and check out my website, www.murderwithfriendspodcast.com. Thank you guys so much, and remember, if you're thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Bye, guys. (laughs)